0: I keep thinking of things all the time that I could have added to that car story. This car was a car from hell that's all there was to it. I mean, it just had everything wrong with it. Can you believe that? I mean, we probably get arrested, both of us for <laughs> stealing a car. i don 't know, I just think about how that all could have gone so wrong i'm just I'm just so glad that after all these
1: years it it, it never did.
0: <laughs> Stand by, retrospect, reflect, engage.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Retrospect Reflect Podcast. I'm Jeremy Fleming and with me is Larry Fall. It's been a while, Larry. It has indeed. September to be exact. This is the late, late, late show. It yeah, 12
0: 12.39 in the morning. We're always <laughs>
1: recording late
0: with... Lots. we we are what you call the portable podcast from downtown milford ohio and uh we had electromagnetic fluxes in this room i was strong enough to create a wormhole which
1: would allow us to travel all the way to cincinnati and back <laughs> hey that'd be handy because they got a lot more restaurants open this late this is
0: true <laughs>
1: and they probably serve things that you can't get around here uh, do you remember this song larry Oh yeah! <laughs> Just a good old boy. Now we have a reason for playing this. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> We're not going to be reviewing the show. On the Family Guy, they did they did a couple little um, jokes about the Dukes of Hazard, and there's this kid in there, and he goes, "What's a Duke's a Hazard?" <laughs> He, I think he won a Duke's a Hazard watch out of a out of a what do you call those grabber machine things. Like, where you going? What are you the going in the, the store, yeah. yeah? claw machine. Drop your coin and get the toy. <coughs> yeah, you got a Duke's a Hazard watch and he's like, "What's a Duke's a Hazard?" <laughs> and then there's another one where Peter has the General Lee. Yeah. And he's he tells he shows um Brian the dog how to jump into the window. You know they didn't open the doors. And he jumps in. And he goes, Come on, Brian. And Brian runs and jumps on the passenger side, and the window's up. <laughs> <laughs> he slaps in. He's knocked out. <laughs> it's bad.
0: In the story I'm about to tell, there is no window.
1: So you, 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 now, yeah, would a General Lee have a window?
0: No, because they always jumped in and out. They didn't and really, it, have was, windows. it was more like a stock car, you know,
1: where you just, yeah. <laughs> you now you remember. And the doors didn't open. Now, either. when I was a kid, I mean, that show was cool. Yeah and i had a general lee but as i got older it was like man mm, that show's not that great <laughs> <laughs> well the problem with
0: that show was like it was almost like a gilligan's island in the it south it was pretty silly it, yeah and and it was one of those kind of shows that would you could just watch it to death yeah and
1: it was the same formula
0: all uh, the time all the time and the cars were always flying through the okay. air
1: yeah they do the, and, and i know that they had a uh, like, every time that General Lee's flying through the air, it was trashed. Yeah. It was junk. They had another one.
0: <laughs> Which is where our story comes into play. <laughs> you know, really, so, there's, there's a connection yeah. between Battlestar Galactica and the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, really? Yeah. You ever notice on Battlestar Galactica, they're always ejecting those ships, mm-hmm. and they're always going down through the shaft, and they're yeah. going out into space. It's the same thing with Dukes of Hazzard. The same footage was used over and over and over. I mean, it, it was an inexpensive yeah, way to right. get the show done, and and is what people <laughs> wanted to see, and so they did it. But uh, and the uh, the car really did exist, yeah. and and it was not the only one, right? And
1: that was where our story. Comes into play, and that's probably the most interesting thing. If there is something interesting about Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> besides the Daisy Dukes,
0: you could actually consider this a reality story.
1: You you know there was a movie, a Dukes of Hazard movie too. Later, I think I have
0: it. Do you really? I that, believe so. That's yeah. funny, but you never watched it. Uh, well, I must have, but I've probably forgotten it now. And there. It's just like the TV show. Well,
1: <laughs> just... give the background. How does Larry fall? Come into what does Larry fall and the General Lee have in common? <laughs>
0: This is the craziest story, and there, as, as Jeremy and I both know, um, I worked as the chief engineer of a commercial broadcast station, AM and FM, in Middletown, Ohio. This was a mom-and-pop radio station. You don't find those anymore. In fact, the station has since been purchased twice in the last 10 years, and it was uh, purchased by Northern Comp kentucky university for a period of time and i was real happy about that because i was not happy that big corporations were going to buy a station i once worked at and it had been a mom and pop operation since its inception in the 40s and uh well my hopes and dreams kind of came to pass it it, (laughs) did get sold it's not exactly a big corporation that bought it this time it's more of a satellite station now but it's still one of the most powerful uh fms in the area and it's a wonderful country station which is what it was when i was there it was dayton's country rebel at the time and we have many stories we mm-hmm. won't, we're only going to touch on one that doesn't really have a lot to do with the radio station quite yeah, frankly today
1: right? yeah you're getting out of the station in this story in this story
0: i get to go out not that i knew i was going to go anywhere <laughs> it, <laughs> was, it was a funny thing when i got hired there they'd hired and fired so many chief engineers it was that nobody was even keeping record of anything anymore and Um, Jeremy and I have talked about this many times. It took me almost three months just to get into the engineering room. Uh, it had been trashed. I mean, there was so much stuff in there, you couldn't even get in. And we have a story
1: about a window, but we won't go into yeah, that. Yeah, that's going to be um, more around Halloween. And we have a ghost story, too. Yeah, we have a, the ghost story. And the window story's funny, too. The window story is not, yeah. not a Halloween
0: story. It's no. A, it's a summertime story. Yeah. Because we wouldn't have been able to do it if it hadn't been. Right. <laughs> I hadn't been there very long when that story came but about. But we will but get those out eventually. I don't know exactly what order these stories come in, but I do remember that the Dukes of Hazard part... Um, <laughs> I'm back there one day, and everything at this station was like uh. We had a guy by the name of Marty Thompson. A lot of people know Marty still today. You can hear him on the internet. He's on an oldies uh, feed on uh, on the internet. Wonderful guy, but he has no reality (laughs) of of engineering at all. It's like he wants everything done six months ago yesterday, Uh, or uh, six months ago tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, you might,
1: you know, he he did then anyway. We don't know. know I'm sure he's probably
0: still the same way. (laughs) Probably because he, uh, although he's uh, good at uh, programming and that end of the business he doesn't know what it takes to get the job done in an engineering room especially when you're dealing with a 1947 radio station in the 80s this is where i was there and they were always going out and buying high-tech equipment that didn't match up with anything we had and expecting me to try to figure out how to get it to go together i know exactly how you feel and um, it was impossible i mean and so every time they'd come back to me already behind on everything with another job that had absolutely nothing to do with my job. Here I am, the chief engineer, which, you know, you've just about got everything on your back when you're the chief engineer. No matter what it is that goes wrong around there, even if it's a roll of toilet paper missing in the bathroom, (laughs) you you usually end up being the one doing it, you know. Um, Then anyway, we had a guy by the name of Silver. I can't remember his first name, but he was in charge of the... um, Musiplex. Now, most of you out there have heard of Muzak, which is mm-hmm. background music yes. in, uh, like, uh, re- uh, not restaurants, but in uh, grocery stores. Yes, and, restaurants,
1: too, yeah, um, like yeah. um, some of the pizza places and stuff, and it can be really good, and it can be really bad. <laughs> it can be really, we had both.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had the traditional old background music, which, of course, they even refer to in WKRP. Would elevator, it be, would they that, call it would, elevator that's what music. I was
1: going to say, would Muzak be in elevators?
0: It was, exactly. That's where it originated, was in the elevators. And no one who's ever uh, actually seen how this is done would imagine what it looks like. Um, the best way I can describe what a Muzak facility would look like, in our case it was Musiplex. And by the way, I might make this mention, we at this station, or I wouldn't say we, but way before I ever got there, <clears throat> they had originated this technology or this technique and they had originated the what they referred to as two subchannel version of it which is where you'd have two different simulcasts on FM on top of the main programming that you actually send out for the general public to hear in our case it was Dayton's country rebel which was a more of a top 40 country music format with the jockeys and the whole thing and embedded in that signal is subcarriers and there's two of them i think 67 hertz and i can't remember what the other one was uh but anyway that means nothing to anybody who's not technically oriented it even confuses the hell out of me and i understand it (laughs) (laughs) but anyway these signals are sent out and they're scrambled Mm -hmm. that that's the best word to use for it and then you'd have decoders on the other end which were installed in the uh grocery store because
1: this was a you had to pay for this service yes
0: exactly and you received WPFB at 105.9 Dayton's Country Rebel and then you'd flip a switch and the decoded version would come up and you'd have two versions you'd have like a kind of a popular music soft uh, you know format of music It was all uh, instrumental no singing usually Uh, sometimes there were vocals in them but most of the time they weren't. The traditional ones were all instrumental, and the traditional ones, which were like music are kind of a form of music that is kind of unique in itself. It really doesn't sound like music that you hear anywhere else, except it would usually be like versions of things that you had heard, but it was recorded specifically for this purpose, if you know, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it had a kind of a frequency response that was very limited, too, which, of course, is part of the... I mean, part of that was due to the fact that there isn't a whole lot of frequency range in that kind of encoded signal and also because they didn't really want it to be bright and, and uh, you know, uh, dynamic. Right, Because right. it was background. And I'm getting way off the subject, but I'm yeah. kind of giving you... going you an
1: explain <clears throat> Muzak? Yeah, well, yeah.
0: well, this guy that I'm talking about, his name was Gary, and I think his name was Gary. I I'm pretty sure that was his we'll name. We'll call him Gary. We'll call him Gary. I can't remember what his name is. and He's also partially responsible for... should we for... call him Bo. <laughs> 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 well, let's put it this Look way. Him. The guy had been there forever. Okay. I mean, he'd been in this station since the whole place was built in 1947, I think. And um, he also had been there throughout the entirety of the years when they uh, came up with this new technique of sending out the music for... Musiplex. And so he was kind of like the go-to guy for everything. They'd go to him, and then he'd go to somebody else to do something else. And that's how this whole thing transpired with the General Lee. (laughs) You can imagine that story going anywhere. Well, anyway, I'm back there minding my own business one day, uh, already 50 years behind on everything i'm trying to do and i only need to have one more thing but sometimes it was nice to just get the heck out of there yeah
1: but you be but a lot of times you preferred to be left alone exactly and fix whatever the problems were and keep things going People got kind
0: of fed up with me when I worked there because I literally decided one day that this really stinks. I come in here early in the morning, I get absolutely nothing done by four or five o'clock in the afternoon except run around and do things everybody wants me to do. And so I started working from noon until about oh, three or four o'clock in the morning. Wow. And uh, they're like, are oh, here in the middle of the night. We can't get him to do anything. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's right. That's why I'm <laughs> And I'm actually getting something done. I right. remember one night we tore up the whole FM studio, and we barely got it back on the air by morning. I yeah, mean, wow. And we were about ready to put the morning jock over in the uh, production room, and we could switch over to it. It wasn't real convenient for the guy to right. do the show, but he could do it. And we thought there for a little while that was going to happen, but well, I knew the you know the you-know-what would have hit the you-know-what. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we were a top-notch station in the Dayton market. And, uh, actually we were Dayton and Cincinnati cause it's halfway in between, you know? Okay. And, um, so anyway, getting back to the story about this gentleman who had worked there forever, he would never once in a while come back to me and he said, Hey Larry, you know what we got for you to do today? And I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I had absolutely no idea where we were going with this. I, this, I couldn't have even in the furthest reaches you of could my mind never guessed. No, I'd been hearing rumors, you know how things, uh, they become, uh, something everybody starts talking about around the station. Right. And you only hear bits and pieces of it. And if you've ever worked anywhere, you know that people can come up with the damnedest things to do. That you just wonder how in the world they could ever get this crazy idea to do, you know, for whatever reason they have to do it. But I'd been hearing them talking about buying the General Lee that had been on... The Dukes of Hazard years ago. Now, one of the things that I've leaked to you already in this, not even intentionally, but we were Dayton's country rebel. Okay. And yeah. Th- and right. that fits with
1: Dukes what Dukes of Hazard, and, and that was nineteen seventy nine to nineteen eighty five was the Dukes of Hazard show.
0: And so this was in the late eighties when I was there, so it wasn't that many years down the pike the show was still being rerun everybody was familiar with it
1: yeah and the movie would come 2005 and then i guess another one in 2007 which i even forgot about that so it must have been okay yeah it did very well and hey if you like dukes of hazard that's fine to me it doesn't hold up like it did but i'd rather watch knight rider even boss hug was on soap originally yeah but james best was pretty cool (laughs) yeah yeah. You do a. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> I was gonna say, what I'm, was it, Roscoe? Roscoe P. Coltrane, <laughs> the doop, deputy, doop, 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 doop.
0: and I can't remember his dog's name. Um, oh yeah, uh, what was A it? Flash. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was Flash. I, that's all I needed. He, was a, <laughs> That's all I needed this day was the dog too. Um, anyway, we were Dayton's country rebel, and they were always doing some crazy promotion which again goes in with WKRP in Cincinnati when we finally get around to talking about that one of these days. You know, radio stations, they still do, even yet today. Uh, They're always trying to do some crazy thing. And the public, more times than not, would rather just hear the music. (laughs) 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 I know from a listening standpoint, that's what I prefer. But uh, I'm kind of unique in that. You know, i just soon hear the music. And I'd, I'd like to hear an announcer, you know, have some... Funny things to say once in a while. And, yeah. And real stuff, not off of a liner. That's what I love about podcasts. We're doing stuff without a script. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is really off the script. Yeah, right? usually there's an outline,
1: but we're not doing that tonight. We're not doing that tonight. tonight. Not for the late, so what the late I, show.
0: I'm back there minding the my business. Podcast. I have no idea. I think I, if I remember correctly, I was actually working on uh, one of our... Um, what was the name of those things? They were... um Wireless communication systems that I can't remember the name of them. Wouldn't matter anyway, unless somebody was in the business, they would recognize what I'm talking about. When we would do any kind of remote broadcast, mm-hmm. these were our units to f- feed the signal back. It was a UHF transmitter, is what it was. And uh, these things were always out of alignment. They were vacuum tube units. So, you know, they were very old.
1: Now, did you go a- along on those? A few of them, yeah. To we keep went things going we running
0: went, smoothly. We went to a uh, steakhouse once. I fe- it was on Kettering. and uh, Bruce Collins. You've heard me talk about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he uh, he was the announcer that day. Bruce worked there with me when I worked at uh, at WPFB, and he and I well, we'd known each other before that. Uh, I knew him from when he was a high school student at WCNE, which was where I was with Public Radio at WOBO, which was was WCNE, and I'm the one who actually selected the call letters for WOBO. Among seven other sets, the FCC kicked back the WOBO, but that was one of the seven that I picked out. That's a good one. And Bruce graduated at the same time. Oh, wow. He, He graduated the same day we got the call letters. And I went to his graduation, and the other engineer that worked with me He walked up to me on the football field, and he says, Hey, Larry, we got our call letters. And I said, What did they turn out to be? He says, They kicked back W-O-B-O.
1: And I said, Wonderful. Why is W so good in call letters?
0: I don't Just know. The way you can I say it. I it's, think it's because, you know, it's great as long as you say it correctly and nobody does. Yeah. I've always said no one should be allowed on the radio or television if they can't pronounce the letter W. <laughs>
1: yeah, what do people say? W W-W. <laughs> this, D- W that. D-U-B-Y-A. W-W-W <laughs> dot. <laughs> you know, I don't like when people give a web address and they say W-W-W. It doesn't because matter. Because you don't, whether you say it right, you don't need that. No.
0: It's www w, w dot yeah. Uh,
1: what was the rest of it? It's w w w something. It's h t p. Let's throw all that stuff in there while we're at it. <laughs> we
0: might get back to our original story in just a moment, but anyway, here comes what's his name. We'll say Gary. I forget I think his name was Gary Silver. I know his last name was Silver. Okay. There's two Silvers in this city. One of them was a disc jockey at WSAI and then there was this guy. And this guy preceded the guy at SAI cuz he was so much older. And he was a really nice but very quiet yeah. guy and he comes back and says, "Larry, we got to we got to go do something together today."
1: <laughs> and you're like and okay. I'm, I'm
0: figuring it's on property. We had I don't know how many acres up there, and they were always sending me out to the tower or somewhere, you know. And I had a ring of keys. I, I honestly, God, I should have been a prison, uh, what you call guard or something. Yeah, security guard. And man, or we something. had keys for things nobody'd ever seen in years. We didn't know what any of them went to. Every time you'd go somewhere on the property, you'd have to try every single key. <laughs> until one of them worked and sometimes none of them worked and then you'd go back for another ring uh more times than not that's the way it worked out but anyway i'm thinking this is what we're going to do something on the property which didn't turn out to be the case at all like i said i'd been hearing through the grapevine everybody's talking about we're going to we're going to get the general lee we're going to get the general lee when i'm thinking like that car has got to be somewhere in a museum or somebody has purchased it because that's a very sought-after vehicle Mm -hmm. it's been on we're not going to get with this station number one (coughs) bartered for everything (laughs) i kid you not we did radio shack commercials and we did not get payment from them we got cd players to put in our studio okay this is how we operate yeah and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah, but it's funny. You know, but it's funny you, because nobody does that today. You didn't have a big budget, is what you're saying. We're like WKRP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, he comes back, and I'm thinking there's going to be something around the facility, not thinking that we're going on a road tour. <laughs> right, know? right. Now, I don't know all the story behind this. In fact,. I know very little about how they came about getting this car. But
1: after that, somebody said, take Larry with you. He says, we got to have two people. Because you got to take, the, you know, two of you got to yeah. go out there. Right. And One's got to drive the car. The, yeah, we got to have a we guy. we getting a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: getting a car, so somebody's got to drive the car we're getting, and yeah. the one that took him there. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's the General Lee. <laughs> and it's the General Lee. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> One right. of the General Lees. Yeah, we didn't realize that. Or I didn't realize it at the time. Well, actually, this whole thing is a, such a surprise to me. I couldn't care less what car it was because I still didn't believe it. Yeah. You know, they, they've been talking about this for at least two or three months. And every time I'd hear this story, I'd like, what are we going to buy next? You know? Yeah. Why don't we buy some equipment around yeah, here? Yeah, that's what I was just going to
1: say. You'd rather spend it on equipment.
0: <laughs> and not three or $4,000 yeah. for a high-tech piece of equipment
1: we can't even use. But there's a buzz around this.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's been going on for weeks. And, I mean, they're all excited. They've got banners. I mean, people want this General League. Yeah. They they have banners already. Now, and- are they promoting it already? The uh, they were already getting all hyped up about they were going to have this girl that was going to ride on the car and, and her daisy dukes and, uh, uh, I think so and i mean she, you have she to. was like a cheerleader. I saw her one time, oh, there I you think go. and she had a lot of yellow on her and i don 't know yeah. why i couldn't rem- i don 't even know if anybody has pictures of any of this. If I ever get to see Bruce Collins, I bet he knows, but he's in Galveston, Texas, or no, Corpus Christi. He's a program director
1: down there now. That'd be great uh, to see some pictures. But I do, now, a,
0: I do have a contact at Walmart.
1: Today, uh, <laughs> if that happened, you'd have video. <laughs> you'd have video and pictures oh, yeah. and everything else.
0: Well, uh, uh, My other friend, Bill Lash, who was Will Mason on radio yeah. for years, he, he has a story about the, the, the cell phone, uh, yeah. which is a funny story, too. And you I know, remember I used to use this cell phone. This is the brick phone. Oh yeah, and it was in things box. That's what I always called it because it was a box like thing. So the, the, motor- Adams family. the Motorola
1: brick phone. Yeah, and it was in a
0: box like they thing. were like one watt. <laughs> they worked. The engineer that had been there like three three engineers or four engineers before me had actually put audio input jacks into this phone, and they went to Nashville to the Grand Ole Opry, and it was a big to-do down there, interviewing all the stars and everything, and they were way ahead of every other radio and television station that was there because they could use their cell phone and interview people directly. And I eventually (laughs) ended up inheriting this stupid phone uh, when we'd go to Ponderosa Restaurant, <laughs> well, let me tell you something funny about those
1: brick phones. I didn't know any of this pre-story at that time. Do you remember this about them? That whenever the battery was getting low, and ours was always low, <laughs> which they was quite often, they would give you a warning sound to warn you that the battery was getting low. It made a charge. funny noise. Eh, eh, yeah. Sorry, everybody. I know that's annoying, but that's the dumbest thing you could do if your battery's dying, is to make a really loud buzzing sound. <laughs> you took more power to yep. do that and than the And me and my friend J- Jared always <laughs> joked that it would talk to you. And Warning, warning. Battery running low. Battery running low. It r- wasn't like r- the r- lost r- in space r-
0: robot. Its arms didn't go up and down. Yeah, <laughs>
1: warning, warning. I had that phone. I actually, uh, Bill talks about yeah. it. He's always talking about how they. It was a good phone, honestly, because it was one want, But it may not have been real healthy. <laughs> well, by the time we got it, <laughs> it wasn't a good phone anymore.
0: <laughs> I remember the guy used to go out with me all the time to lunch and everywhere. Yeah, you we, guys got it on a deal. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> <laughs> this I had no idea about yeah. its history before us. I found this history out be, after I got back with my friend Bill. After all these, he had been a program director. There, like four years before I was a chief engineer, he already was long gone. The format he was with was long gone. Yeah. I think he was in South Carolina by that time on another radio station. And uh, anyway, since then, you know, he and I, and even you, have gotten together, and he tells these stories every once in a while. Yeah, they're great. And it was funny because he kept talking about this phone, and I remembered this phone. I said, I said to the guy we used to go out to lunch with, I said, What are these... Um, RCA jacks on the side of this thing for they must have used this for some kind of portable, uh, I don't know. They maybe they did it because uh, they did carry football and, and uh, baseball and different things you know from uh, from the area mm-hmm. you know for schools and things. Right. I said maybe they used it for that. I had no idea that it had been to Nashville and that they'd interviewed you know famous stars on this. <laughs> this right,
1: goofy phone. So now, is this phone with you on this trip? We took this phone on the so trip. So this phone's with you. Yeah, was, and Now who's it with you again? Uh, the guy that the silver guy. Okay. The, so we're calling it's him cool, Gary Silver. Yeah. He actually took his own car. So okay, he's driving in his car. Yeah. Which means that you're. Gonna I'm drive the General Lee. I'm going to when I get there. Okay. <laughs> 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 now, how how far of a drive is this? Well, we
0: of you course remember? we started out in Middletown. Okay. And we went toward Dayton, but we veered west of Dayton, uh, out past Miami'sburg and um uh, uh Germantown and then in those days Beyond Germantown was in the wild blue yonder someplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, you felt like you were in the desert. I mean, you just kept driving. We were almost to Indiana. I think now, we were like only about a mile or so from the Indiana Was a nice, line.
1: nice day after. Oh, a beautiful day! Yeah, it was. It was hot. It was hot. Okay. Yeah. So you need those. You're glad that General Lee doesn't have windows. Well, that was
0: one good reason not to have them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was. There were a lot of reasons that you just didn't even want to be in this car. <laughs> like, I, first of all, uh, Jeremy knows me all too well. I've had three cars in my life. And Mm -hmm. I don't drive other vehicles. I mean, that's very few cars. Most people how in the world have you lived this long and you've only had three cars? So, and there's only been one time in my life where I ever drove anything other than the three cars. And this one we're going to talk about. And that was when I moved the final stuff from my mom and dad's uh, property Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. a truck. Right. And it was owned by the storage unit, and they used to actually let you use their truck. And I am so far gone by the time I drive this truck. I'm so exhausted Mm -hmm. from all the work I've been doing for like six months. This is the very last day, and it's the middle of the night. I picked the middle of the night to do the driving. Right. And I swear to you, to this day, I don't know how I ever got from where I was, which is Glen Estee, over to Milford. Yeah. Round 275 with this truck. It worked great. I mean it was a good truck right. but I didn't have any experience driving a truck.
1: So you were nervous. So in other words, I was too tired you're not to care. Exactly <laughs> thrilled about driving this General Lee car. Exactly. I didn't know anything about this car. And everybody else is probably envious. Oh yeah, like, they're like, oh, right. um, the I wish
0: we could go in."
1: <laughs> and it had a special horn too. I don't this one didn't, I don't think, but on the show. This car had nothing.
0: <laughs> I came to find that out. Um, we were out on a hot and dusty day. Okay. And that was the part that was the most like... Which is much like the
1: Dukes of Hazzard Dukes of ha-
0: This thing was so dirty, you could almost not tell what color it was. It was that, you know... First of all, we went out and it belonged to somebody and that had purchased this car. Mm-hmm. It
1: was actually at their home. In the 80s, I saw these General Lees every once in a while. And usually they'd be in tip-top shape. Yeah, well, this wasn't They'd one go to of those. they car shows and stuff. This is probably, now,
0: <laughs> I have found out since that this car actually was used in the show, which they swore up and down it had been. Yes. Um, it was probably one of those cars that you saw flying through and the air. And it got junked. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not supposed and, to drive it. And, and, let me tell you something. <laughs> that wasn't something you really wanted to do with it, because that wasn't something it did.
1: Well, okay. <laughs> so you get there, and now you see the car. Yeah, well, now, I'm. I'm still not that upset. Can you tell the, how bad it is yet? It looks pretty bad. Okay. I mean,
0: I figured by this time. Okay, this is why our station can afford this thing. <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is almost as bad as the turkey show on wkrp oh my! Gosh. i would have sworn turkeys yeah. could fly well it does <laughs> sound
1: like a um is it mr carlton like a stunt he would pull yeah
0: it sounds like something he would do and of course i'm kind of thinking that because the show is well behind us at this point you know wkrp uh-huh. yeah and so i remembered that episode well i'm out there and we're we're walking and gary well, it was a long trip we were just glad to get up out of the car and stretch our legs and we're kind of like sc- scooting dirt around with our shoes and looking at this car. And we're wondering where. The, the tires. Yeah, kind of like. Well, you didn't want to do that either. <laughs> might, it might. The whole wheel thing, might fall off. Yeah, which is just about what happened on the way back. Oh, I mean, my gosh. It was, first of all, I might mention uh, anybody that's ever been to Indianapolis will remember. Uh, that up there there are railroad tracks every place they just crossed through the city and this area was kind of like that it wasn't like being in the city because we weren't we were way out in the country but i don't know how many railroad tracks we must have crossed before we got to this place and we of course knew we were going to (laughs) be crossing them on the way back and you never know with railroad tracks just what's coming Uh, um most of these didn't have any signals Oh, I don't wow. think that's allowed anymore. Now, now
1: they have signals. Um,
0: they have the thing that goes down. And yeah, the gate, yeah. And everything. But uh, these things didn't have. You just come up on a railroad track. There might be a crossing sign. Yeah. And you'd better as hell be hoping that you've stepped down on what was supposed to be called a break. And Somewhere I take it, way in advance of that I take sign. I think this
1: car's stunt days are long over. I
0: think you am not sure, sure. I'm not even sure it ever had any days when it wasn't. Because <laughs> they probably just have it flung through the air and, and hit cut.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, where right. it landed, it was where yeah. it landed.
0: This poor car was in terrible shape. Didn't have any windows in the sides. And the windshield was so dirty. And it, um, of course. The first thing I'm thinking, oh, I'll hit the window washer. Oh, yeah, right. It doesn't have one of those. Yeah. Or if it did have, you'd hear kind of a... <laughs> and it was like the thing was grinding, you know, and obviously yeah. didn't have any liquid in it, which would have probably not come out anyway. Right. I don't even know if there was anything rubber on this car that was still intact. Yeah. Except the tires, which... Like we said, we wouldn't kick them because (laughs) they might fall out from under the thing. Anyway, I mean, you couldn't pick a worse person to take a drive in a car because, you know, like I said, I don't drive other cars. Right. And so I'm like just as careful as I can be with this thing. I mean, first I had to climb over the door to get in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I'm committed. And you're not crazy
1: about travel, either.
0: (laughs) No, I don't go on long trips. And I said to Gary, I said, do you think we can get this thing all the way back? And he says, well, we'll just take it slow. Oh, And I said, well, whatever you do, don't get too far ahead of me. Yeah. Because, you know, even when I travel with another friend of mine once in a while, we go over to Crichton, Kentucky, mm-hmm. we do have two-way radios. Yeah. And that that, that wasn't even something you had Unless back Unless you don't. All you <laughs> have
1: is the one big phone. The brick yeah, phone. The brick That's phone. That's not going to help you.
0: I think it also died before we even oh, got there. of course there. it did. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it was in Thing's box, yeah. like I said, sitting on the seat. Yeah. And uh, so we get way out there, and we finally get the owner, and I think the trans... You know, the transfer of money must have already taken yeah, place. this
1: is just getting the keys. This is
0: now getting the keys, and <laughs> and I think I even had trouble getting them into the car. Yeah, if I now remember correctly. does
1: this owner? Is this just like a regular house? A regular normal, house. Or I was wondering if he had other things he had collected. I didn't see anything. Okay. You know,
0: I I really don't remember very much about. Because remember that
1: you got to drive this car. Yeah, and
0: I think that erased every memory I had. Probably, (laughs) yeah. It was just absolutely... First of all, there wasn't a great deal of traffic going up. Did the radio work? Oh, they didn't even have one. Oh. Dayton's country rebel car didn't even have a radio. It, it had an antenna, but it didn't have a radio. That's funny. There was a hole in the dash for it, but, but it, was went, it was gone. was gone. I think it fell out on one of those
1: trick shots they
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny, too, because here we are, a radio station, and we have a car so that has no radio you start
1: the car up. I got it going, and, and it how, made a lot of noise. How's it running? Well, it seemed like it made a
0: lot of noise, and it, was, it, it sounded like it had a lot of power. Okay. But it, I didn't have to worry about him going slow because that's about all it would do. But the problem was when you'd start getting a little bit of momentum, mm-hmm. there was no way to decrease that momentum. Oh, there wasn't. No. <laughs> And, of course, I can't see diddly squat because the window, the windshield is so dirty. Oh, my god! It had bird dirt and everything on it. Yeah. I mean, all of, the, all of the strategic locations where you wanted to really see,
1: yeah. there'd
0: be something. The birds got it. Yeah, it was like it had been torpedoed from miles above, you know. You needed some and, and sparkle glass al- cleaner. It, it also had a lot of pits in it. And a few rolls uh, of paper towels. little like where rocks and stuff. Yeah, are from all the stunts. It was in terrible shape, and I'm like squinting. Uh, my, I literally was leaning over the... You needed oh, to stick no, your head out the window. There were no seatbelts. Oh, of course not.
1: <laughs> you don't need those. <laughs> and um, like you said... But there was no seatbelt law yet, was there? Uh,
0: well, I think that there was. Seatbelts actually came in in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, this car was not actually designed for that... Purpose. i know
1: somewhere in the 80s is when the seatbelt laws if i'm remembering correctly well, as a kid you know even
0: uh airbags are kind of on and off the car i have right now doesn't mm-hmm. have airbags yeah. so i don't know where all these different laws yeah. came into place but if you get pulled
1: over you're going to be fine because you're in the general this is lead.
0: another thing i'm worried about because i have never had any kind of a traffic violation and they don't care that you're doing something for your job, and you're driving some stupid car uh-huh. because you've been ordered to, and you do something stupid,
1: and they pull you over for it. Well, especially if you get pulled over by... Uh, yeah, boss Hog. <laughs> boss Hog or his faithful deputy. <laughs> it was Flash. Or Flash. Was it Fletch? Flash. Flash. <laughs> and it wasn't
0: flatulent. It was just it Flash. It wasn't flatulent. <laughs> this car was flatulent. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, what a mess. And the seats were so dirty, and here I had not good clothes on, but I was clean. Yeah. When I got out of there, I, I looked like I'd been out plowing in the garden somewhere. I mean, it just, I had you dirt dust. You needed, like,
1: uh, Uncle Jesse, he wore the overalls. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you, that's one day I was glad once I got back to go home and just get in the shower. Because wow. it, it was a dusty drive all the way. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know, like I said, Gary says, well, I'll go slow and stay, you know, I won't get too far ahead of you. And I, I said, well, here's the thing. After I once got in and realized the brakes didn't really work, because they wow. really didn't, I said, stay far enough ahead that I've got some room to at least get it down to where I won't run into you. Yes. But stay within reasonable distance so you don't get so far ahead that if I'm in trouble, you can't come back and... You know, yeah. save me. <laughs> so he's having
1: fun too. Oh yeah,
0: this guy hardly ever smiled. He had a he had a smile the whole day. He was just he, he was like me. Could not believe this car. And we're both thinking, okay, we hope there's no cops anywhere. Yeah. And fortunately, there weren't. That's and uh, but that could have been a real problem. Yeah. And you, the general Lee kind of sticks out. Oh my God! Yeah, the car. <laughs> Well, this car would have stuck out anyway. It was such a junk heap. It was just literally, it looked like even from a distance, it, yeah. it
1: wasn't roadworthy. It's one of those ones where a a, a cop's going to say, I need to pull that thing over.
0: Yeah. In my case, he wouldn't have pulled me over for speed. He'd pulled me over because I'm going too slow. Yeah. Yeah. Impeding traffic. <laughs> Impeding traffic. Um, I had several cars that, that came up on my tail, and I I think they're first astounded because they do recognize the yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like they toot their horn and think, okay, he's going to go faster because he's just poking along, you know. And one guy actually started past me, and he says, why are you going so slow? And I said, this thing virtually has no brakes. And I said, I can't get up. I fast, first That's of all, hilarious. I said, You're fast- having a
1: conversation <laughs> with a stranger <laughs> on the road as he's passing <laughs> you. He passes me. He says,
0: why, hey, buddy, why aren't you going faster than that? He said, you've been going slow for a long time. I've been following you. And I said... I can't go any faster. I said, first off, this car doesn't really get that much faster. Yeah, and, and I have no brakes. And I have no brakes. He said, well, where are you going with it? I said, WPFB. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you mean down in Middletown? You're going to drive it all the way down there? And I said, yeah, that's where I'm headed. He says, well, good luck. <laughs> and they gave, went on. He passed me on. And Gary's like waving at him.
1: <laughs> and the funny story and the twist of that is he was on a bicycle. <laughs> no, no. This quite. guy was driving a, a regular car with
0: real brakes and an engine. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. nice oh that's nice <laughs> and so, so you,
1: you made <clears throat> it back huh
0: over about
1: three or four railroad tracks this took your whole
0: day literally we started out on this i think about 10 in the morning and it was like about 4 30 in the afternoon before we got back and this is on eastern daylight time <laughs> yeah at least you're getting paid <clears throat> yeah i was getting paid and i was getting paid well yeah. the irony of all this is is that You know, they didn't even know how to budget the way they wasted their money. I mean, I mean, you know, they could have gotten a lot more good out of me by keeping me back at the station.
1: Now, I want to ask you, and you don't know the answer to this, but I bet you, in a way, you you do. Is the people that did this deal, the people with the money that made this deal... Did they even ever see the damn car before they bought it? I don't think they did. I doubt it. I don't think. In those days, of course, there was no internet, so everybody yeah. wasn't, you know, they
0: weren't taking they were they digital photographs. Picture, uh, get it developed and then mail it to you yeah. through the mail. Well, we had a an operations manager that to this day, I absolutely wonder where his brain yeah. was. I don't know if he had one. Um, all I know is that he'd get off, he'd get he'd get all fired up and get excited over silly things. Yeah. Uh, this wasn't uh, Marty that he was the program director. This right. other guy was the operations manager. Yeah. This is something that traditionally radio stations as far as I can remember didn't used to actually have a person.
1: I mean, if with you could that get title. a good general Lee and then yeah. have a stunt driver and have him do a jump or something or do some yeah. you know some cool tricks, uh-huh. that could be a really cool thing back in the day. Yeah. But it wasn't. Well, you know what's <laughs> ironic about this is they
0: actually did use this thing in parades, and it was all over Dayton and Middletown. Okay. And they must have spent a fortune on fixing it up. Because I was going to say,
1: they had to do some work on it.
0: This is a part of the story I never was really a part of. All I know is that I was really surprised when they actually started using it, and it actually became a symbol. Of WPFB or wow. shall I say Dayton's Country Rebel <laughs> it was like a mascot it was like a mascot <laughs> and if only the people who were watching it go by yeah. could have seen what I saw the day I went after it mm-hmm. um, we had an adventure that day and yeah. what was the worst part was every time I'd come up on a railroad track you hardly know you're coming up on them because they don't put those signs far enough down right. the road for a general that like, has no brakes holy shit <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly the thought in my mind but of course you didn't want to do that you might Mess up the windshield a little right.
1: more. <laughs> yeah, we'd already so, had a lot so of that. So you already. did do a couple generally stunt jumps, just <laughs> hazard jumps. There were a couple times where I actually looked to see if there was any
0: trains coming and speeded up a little and got across cool. them. And That's then there were the more more times though. But when I say speeding up, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, not, yeah It's
1: not like <laughs> yeah, well that's what i'm picturing <laughs> yeah you're not seeing the you'd had to put my if, you, if we reenacted <laughs> this, that's what I got you doing. you'd have you're, to speed the you're film speeding up. and
0: jumping yeah yeah, well, I might have bumped a little over the yeah. railroad tracks, and that's that was another thing too. The railroad tracks up there all had these, like, gully washer-type things. You know, when you yeah. go over the rails, you're, like, falling into a
1: hole. Now, I'm also <laughs> assuming that the suspension was more of a sports suspension. It was the roughest. So it was horrible. Oh, God. Drive. And the seats were, too. Yeah. I might as well have been sitting on the floor. That's why ambulances always <laughs> oh, are real bouncy, because they, <laughs> they, have... they don't have that big soft suspension. they got to, you know... This
0: car, I did not know that it was actually a stunt car, at the time they kept talking about it mm-hmm. like it was the original because they had General their show a. cars and yeah. they had their stunt cars exactly and i don't know how many of them they had but no, this was one they of went them. through a lot <laughs> this was one of them and i have a feeling it wasn't one of the ones that really went through it all that well no. uh, it, it, it really had everything wrong with it i mean uh i am amazed to this day that we're sitting here talking because that's just how bad this oh, was my gosh, it was that wow. bad if we had had any kind of an incident that yeah. day it could have been a bad situation. Now,
1: had this been something where me and you were friends, you know, and I was older, I would have dressed you up like one of the guys. <laughs> you would have had a blonde wig on and one of those button-up shirts and jeans, <laughs> which wouldn't have fit into this car very well. I mean,
0: <laughs> the thing about this car, I've actually, I think it could have ridden in a little red wagon like the, t- the children's toy mm-hmm. and been safer. <laughs> Because at least the wheels <laughs> oh weren't gosh. in danger of falling off, and it, it the it, at least if somebody's pulling you, they're going to yeah. stop and physically hold the wagon. This thing when you'd hit the brakes, they would actually squeal the the mm. shoes uh, on the cylinders it was It was almost like you've heard how trains sound when they try to stop yeah and and the metal's against metal, and it's and the sparks are flying. That's what this car sounded like when you try to press down on the brakes. The emergency handle, the brake for that, it just wobbled back and forth. Oh, so like, you eh. didn't even have that. Oh, no, no, that oh didn't my work. Gosh. That didn't work. Oh, and the, and the, um, I thought maybe there might be something interesting in the glove compartment. I went to reach for that and the whole door fell off. <laughs> <laughs> it was laying on the floor when I got wow. back to the station. Everything you touch in this car, uh, the, the, they had window handles on, but no windows. Right. And they were like, they Loose, they were like hangnails, just
1: hanging on there. You know,
0: yeah, it was almost like something out of the twilight. So you zone. were basically
1: like, "What in the hell have they gotten me into?"
0: I had no idea. You know, it seemed like that was bad enough, but there were other things that I did up there that were worse. That were even worse <laughs> than that. Yeah, they tried to get me to tr- actually jump off of the uh, tuning uh, shed onto the live. 1,000-watt broadcast tower. Yeah, you've told me they that. They told me they wanted me to climb up and change lights. They hire people specifically right. for that purpose. No harness
1: or nothing. No, no, I had nothing. They wanted me to do this. That was one job I said, eh <laughs> They thought you were like Doc Brown from Back to the Future or something. <laughs> I think they
0: did. I don't know. They'd you, you would take forever to even find the right key to get inside the fence to get to the tuning shed. Yeah. They had stations. <laughs> uh, this is another story that has nothing to do with the... Uh, with the uh, with the car but it kind of goes along with everything when people watch WKRP in Cincinnati mm-hmm. there are real radio stations that are far more interesting than that show yeah uh, uh, and they are, did get some of their stories from exactly.
1: these stations yeah.
0: um when i <clears throat> well, when i was working up there one day they decided they wanted me to um research the licenses. That became a big job for me. It was one of the few things I could do because I couldn't get into the into the um, uh, engineering room, which yeah. will be another story to itself. Yes. There was so much crap in there.
1: You, 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 you literally, literally couldn't get in, and you couldn't get to the phone.
0: No, that was another story. People who remember um, Fibber McGee and Molly and their old mm-hmm. uh, closet, this place was
1: like the whole room was People like the closet. People that don't remember that <laughs> may remember the news radio show... With Andy Dick and Stephen Roots in it. And there is um, a big joke about that show. And the that radio show. They actually. And the they, closet thing. They yeah. probably got it from Fibber
0: McGee. Yeah. Oh, and, no,
1: they did. They mentioned it.
0: And you know what's funny about Fibber McGee and Molly? I've listened to some of the very early shows because you remember when I used to listen to it on internet radio from mm-hmm. Antioch, uh, Illinois, the guy that runs uh, the internet radio station that plays all the old time radio shows. Um, I've waited for, I don't know, two or three years of listening to. Timber um, McGee and Molly episodes mm-hmm. and never heard a single one that had anything to do with that closet. Yeah, yeah. And, it's
1: ever exaggerated, isn't it? Well, no,
0: it comes along in the early later. 50s. Oh,
1: later. Yeah, so, so there later. were okay.
0: years of these shows that went by. They okay. never had that closet But in once there.
1: that became a joke, they went with it? Yeah, they rolled with it then. Yeah. It was like they'd do it
0: pretty frequently but not nearly as often as it's referred to okay but um that happens a lot in these shows but the engineering department up there at that station was very much like the closet uh you couldn't get in it and you knew that anything you needed was in it but you couldn't find it because you couldn't get in there to get to it (laughs) and um what was i going to say about that it had to do with
1: um you asked me oh i said the general lee wasn't the worst of it yeah, you said there was a lot of other things, believe it or not, with the station, and you started talking about how they they're trying to get you to jump onto the tower, and yeah, um, the
0: oh, I know, researching the licenses—that's oh, where yes, I was. Yes, at yes. <coughs> I had to get my train yes. of thought. Boy, have we gone around in a yes. circle or what? I mean, there's probably a lot more I could tell you about the General Lee, but I just can't think of yeah, them. Yeah, it'll I
1: mean, it'll come up later when you're that was or an something. experience. I honestly, it's a funny, <laughs> but it it was it, well, the thing. Well, it Well, that on, would be really. Um, because I know how, what you're talking about. I don't travel a lot, and and I'm I like prefer driving the vehicles I drive. And I'm somewhere I don't even know where I am. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and and so to not have any brakes, no not and not be able to see, and an engine that's hardly working, that's not good. And that'd uh, be nerve wracking. Oh, and the steering wasn't any good either. Of course not. Of no, course I mean, so it wasn't. You tried
0: to turn to the right or to. <laughs> I think there was one direction you could turn better than the other, but you hoped that you didn't have to do that. <laughs>
1: Can we make a lot of left turns or right?
0: Uh, the cop pulls up beside you and says, turn over to the left. i got to turn to the I'm, right, I'm sorry, sir. sir. My
1: my car doesn't go that way. <laughs> and you say, you know, I know she's not much to look at, but she gets you where you want to go. Yep, yep. Sounds like a Columbo, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Columbo's car is
0: better. It was it, better. Believe it or not, well, Columbo's car were many, many measures above this car. Yeah. Uh, even in its worst of conditions. Yes. And I've seen some things fall off
1: of his car already. Yep. And he'd say, it's nothing fancy, strictly for transportation. <laughs> My wife's got the better car. My wife's got the better car. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Or, or was it his wife's car he was talking about? It's nothing fancy, strictly for tra- transportation. I think so. The, the car he, he had. He kind of took his car as being something special. Yeah. Mm-hmm it's about how he it's french it. yeah yeah it's a classic we could do a whole episode on just that car <laughs> yep
0: yeah, that car was something else but yep. it fits in with our story with cars that aren't quite as good as they yes. should be this car though i swear to god everything about it was just in a terrible state uh, you couldn't have counted on I, my biggest fear was my reputation as a driver i knew a cop was going to come along somewhere along the line mm-hmm. and it and never happened I mean, I count my blessings to this you day. You really got lucky. And that. I'd have been the one that got screwed. Sure. And, you know, sure. The, the station wouldn't have gotten in no. trouble before. They'd have all been sitting back laughing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> and and um, I can just see me pulling off into a gutter somewhere. You know, the thing was just falling apart as I drove it down the road. Um, if you. Oh, the hood didn't want to stay down either. Are
1: you kidding me? No, it's a good thing I wasn't going any faster Have either. you ever seen <clears throat> Tommy Boy? The movie tommy boy i've heard of it i don't know if Chris i've ever Farley seen it is that the one where the hood flies up yep.
0: yeah i've seen that in a promo i think I don't it's know a funny it. movie you'd like it this especially since you a-
1: kind of lived through a similar story in a way because <laughs> this car by the time they're done it's bad but you've seen planes trains and automobiles yeah well that's kind of the newer planes trains and automobiles um <laughs> not anymore but it was them when it came out But Chris Farley and David Spade team up. It's pretty funny. And it is uh, Ohio. Sandusky, Ohio. You know where we had
0: most of our problems with this car? Or should I say the greatest fear for me with this car was as we approached Middletown,
1: Ohio. So you're finally getting back. We're getting into a town now. Yeah. And we're you got getting... all these, li- Is it like a bunch of stop lights all or lights stop signs. lights place. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we had to yeah. get all the way around to Central I Avenue. I didn't realize you didn't have an emergency brake. I didn't have anything. You had an emergency brake. It isn't that bad. I'm surprised you didn't have so to you, light so a wick so, on so, the back so of it. So you and... had to do the Fred Flintstone, <laughs> like put your feet down. It was about like that, yeah. <laughs> and the trouble was, unlike most cars, it didn't have a hole so in the So you floor. were pretty much rolling to a stop. You
0: rolled until it stopped rolling. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of hoped it was a little uphill so that it would slow the momentum and then down. And you just used the gas. You hoped that hill keep... wasn't too steep because you'd roll back in the other direction. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: so you're using about... you're using the gas, you know, to keep, oh, keep yourself going. I, another thing about this car
0: is that it wasn't an automatic transmission. Yeah. It was a standard shift. Which oh, holy I, crap. And I hadn't driven one of those since I had my uh, – wow. I had a 62 Rambler American. This
1: story keeps getting worse. Yeah, I'm thinking of things <laughs> as I'm going along.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about no emergency brake, but I forgot about that other shift on the floor. <clears throat> yeah, this thing was – oh you'd go gosh. to shift – so you think,
1: if you wouldn't, knowing what you know... Actually, like you I, rem- I
0: remember now what okay, I did. I okay. drove it in first gear almost the entire Holy way. Holy crap.
1: But it wasn't safe to put it in anything else. Yeah, but it was going to need a new transmission anyway. Well, hell, I don't know. I probably <laughs> needed everything. I mean... <laughs> I'd love to know what they spent on fixing it. And- I'd love to know what they spent on it to begin with. I would, do Pro- Probably way more than they
0: should have. Yeah, there was getting that image. Yeah. That was all it they was about. They probably could have went
1: and found the same model car and painted it like the General Lee and been way ahead. They were... But they but, wanted to say this was actually used in the show. Well, they were like a bunch of little kids. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> as I said, the operations manager, he'd get all these... Uh, this is where I think uh, we have the parallel to WKRP as well. Um, you remember... Um, what was his name, the guy that was in charge of the station and never seemed to know what was going on? Um, was it on?
1: Mr. Carlton? Mr. Carlson. Or Carlson. Carl, Carlson, I yeah. I said Carlton. Carlson. Uh, he,
0: his big, his big um, impact on life was fish. Mm. And, you know, he, he he loved fishing. And he'd, True. Get, he'd get all the trade magazines, and every once in a while he'd be reading one, and he'd think that something he saw in there would be really nice for them to buy. And that's the way this station was. The operation manager would order stuff that um, – It never come to the chief engineer, me, and ask me, Hey, Larry, do you think this uh, would work with the kind of equipment we have?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Nobody would ever come and say,
1: No, why would they
0: do that? We're thinking about buying this. Do you think that you can install it?
1: No, they just buy it and say,
0: here you go. Exactly, that's what they did. And we want it done three weeks ago yesterday. Yeah. And it better work. Right. And have it on by morning shift. Hey,
1: at least they didn't put you in charge of repairing the General Lee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I didn't have that job. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But what you know what I was getting to a minute ago was getting back into Middletown. Yeah. Because, like I said, we had streets, and we had stops, and we had lights. And I'm like... And cops. And cops. And I don't know to this day how I managed to get that thing back to the station, because this was no easy task. First of all, we're coming in from the wrong direction. We had to almost loop all the way around... Uh, to the east side of town to get back to Central Avenue, which led us back to the radio station. And which, by the way, this radio station was built in a building that was probably about 150 years old. It was a big old house. Uh, we had a, f- I think our tower was 560 feet. Okay. And um, it had an FM, uh, it had FM elements on almost the near top. And the tower was the AM Broadcast tower. In other words, mm-hmm. the whole the whole tower was the element for the AM. Which of course is all the more reason for Larry not jumping off the tuning shed and grabbing the tower and climbing up and changing a light bulb because he truly <laughs> would have become one. <laughs> oh my God! A thousand watts. Yeah. You know, and, and um They're crazy. You don't even they were crazy. I mean you could feel it when you walked around it. Yeah. I mean sure. it's that you know, and that's only a thousand. I've been around five thousand watt wow. stations before, I mean, and fifty thousand. I went uh, one time. I walked through the uh, the um, uh, trans the uh, tower uh, field uh, WIBC up in Indianapolis. I never worked there, of course, mm-hmm. but I walked through it. And you could actually hear WIBC on the fence around it Wow. because it was vibrating. You've heard the stories about WLW years ago when it was 500,000 watts back in the 30s and how people could hear it on uh, barbed wire fences and on the springs in their beds. Isn't that something? And the lights in the um, uh, milking chambers for the cattle, mm-hmm. they'd, they'd go up and down in brightness according to Peter Grant doing the news. Uh, It was incredible. The modulation, when he'd speak, would cause the light bulbs to get brighter. And then they'd dim whenever there was a dead space in the audio. And just think how much RF people were exposed to. Mm -hmm, That's bad. And we're still being exposed to it. I mean, um, I say all the time that radio stations and people should not be next door to one another. No, they shouldn't. And a lot of the ham radio operators that have been hams since... Uh, back in the 30s and 40s that are way up in their years now, almost every one of them is going in for chemo tomorrow morning. Mm. And their wives, too. Uh, I think that the RF that everybody's correlation. been... Yeah, there, there should not be that much. There's not anything wrong with RF as long as it's kept at a distance. Mm-hmm. But you should not have subdivisions, encircling yeah. towers, and all that. And that's exactly what's happened to WPFB uh, now. Uh, there is nobody up there anymore. It's just a transmitter site now. And um, Which is good. Uh, no, it's not. It's not good? <laughs> it's, it's no longer the people who work there that are exposed. They built a subdivision all the way oh, around. <laughs> around. Oh, they built a subdivision around it. I thought you were saying
1: it was by itself. <laughs> no, it's not anymore. It's, it's, a, it's just it, the employees it, are shit.
0: Nobody lives there anymore, <laughs> but there are plenty of people living around it. Oh, that's bad. Um, it's that's really, really been encroached. I think they even sold off part of the property. Yeah. Because I did a Google
1: search on it once, and I couldn't believe... So some of the Google searches we did, you didn't see the towers, it was just trees, yeah. and that's how you were saying they should be. That's the way they should be, uh, and these
0: cell phone towers should not be everywhere where they are either. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, there's uh, not yeah. the amount of power coming out of those these radio stations. They're always have, but close
1: to, I mean, sometimes they're in fields, but you're usually close to a house or houses. Well, one of the and, things and the people get paid for it.
0: What I was about to you say, well, this made me think of it again. I I go around in circles with my stories, but yeah. I'm go back to. Well, I was
1: going to say when you got back yeah. to the station after you kissed the ground. <laughs> That's exactly what do I. Do you remember <laughs> what Gary's reaction was? He's.
0: I remember. He said, "I don't believe we finally got here." It I probably said, took you forever. Oh, they were all wondering where the hell we were all yeah. day. Well, you guys been out partying somewhere? Yeah, right. Trying to keep them getting run over by <laughs> well, trains. Well, you were getting and, all those chicks. And, yeah. We got all the all hot those chick- hot chicks. All those hot chicks. They wanted that car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd have given them the car. <laughs> they wanted to go get their daisy dupes. I'd and...
0: <laughs> just say, give me a ride home, please. <laughs> yeah, when Gary and I got back, we were actually, we were almost, I, I think we were in a daze. Yeah. And plus we needed to go to the bathroom. We'd been Well, yeah, I was uh, wondering that. I thought about that several times while you I was didn't coming that stop. <laughs> I mean, that's a long drive. We were yeah. way out yonder. What only took you us You knew if
1: you stopped you wouldn't be able to get back in that car.
0: Well, you know, I can tell you that it took us at least an hour
1: to get where we went in a
0: good car. Right. And coming back. Oh, three or four times. Yeah, that. it was almost like when we get in a really bad snowstorm in the winter here. Yes. Where a half an hour drive You're takes at a you crawl, three hours. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what this was like, except it was a beautiful day. Now, that's one thing that was on my side. Yeah. I can't imagine doing this. You got the no windows down. Well, hell, I do <laughs> If we'd have had the kind of rain we've had around here lately, I'd have been drowned. Yeah. Because there wasn't anything. I mean, I imagine. But it would have
1: cleaned that, the, the, the window, but the, there'd be no wipers to.
0: The like, wipers would kind of like i mean wow. they just didn't even work
1: but you didn't need them
0: i was afraid they'd catch on fire i'm not kidding you <laughs> because you could hear the motors they almost sound like they were overheating wow. the little electric motors they'd wow. scrape and i was afraid the rubber might fall off too because it was rotten it was all dry rotten. yeah everything was falling apart on this car there wasn't a piece on it and another thing i worried about too was that i was afraid maybe that it would overheat sure uh, everything else was wrong with it. You said it was hot out too. It was a very hot day. I'd say we had, uh, I'd say it was about 80 or 85 that yeah. day. We um, I mean, got humidity too. And we had a little bit of heat. It wasn't, it wasn't really bad, not, yeah. ter- not tremendously bad, but
1: um, I, I just, there were You many... weren't going fast enough to utilize the no windows.
0: <laughs> I was in a no window zone. <laughs> I swear I never in my life. Rode in a vehicle that was as bad off as this although i will say (laughs) i take this back we had station vans yeah (laughs) and you know what they were in just about the same kind of condition the brakes didn't work holy crap this other guy i used to work up there with i told you he didn't even officially work there he like hung out there this is back in the days when people could actually hang out someplace I think he got paid for just helping out, doing stuff, but he knew more about the station than I did. In fact, I learned most of the things. I learned that I was supposed to be indoctrinated or at least uh, informed about upon taking the job. They knew I had a background and had experience, but I don't care how much experience and background you have. You have to be introduced to the place you're going to work in, especially when it's a customized built-from-scratch radio station from 1947 on, you know? Yeah. And, and, and nobody's got records of what anybody did because every time they'd make a change around there, it was like, Almost like what they did to me. You know, they wanted it done three weeks ago yesterday. Sure, right. So everybody would do whatever they had to do, and they'd write nothing down. We had wires running all over the place, and nobody knew where the hell Everything they went. was like um, <laughs> just, just a Band-Aid on yeah. everything all the time. Everything all the time. Which, How that station has succeeded yeah. to be on the air and operate with the kind of a... The impression that you get when you hear it on the air, you would never know Mm -hmm. that it was the way it was behind the scenes, because it sounds great yet to this day. It's one of the best we have around here yet to this day. Now, of course, what's feeding into it now, they'd only be using the transmitter, Mm -hmm. uh, all the audio chain, and uh, uh, basically all you have up there now is a transmitter that's probably plugged into 220. And they've got... And I don't even imagine the same transmitters are there, although I would like to think they are. Yeah. Because we had those big, beautiful RCA, uh, black, uh, the kind that had the um, uh, porcelain paint mm. with the great big RCA in a circle logo, yeah. you know, in gold letters. Cool. Uh, and then we had another... Um, what was the other one? We that, had a solid-state transmitter. generally somewhere. I wonder where they. Finally, I wonder what they finally did do yeah. with. It. Because believe it or not, after everything I've just said about that thing, uh-huh. by the time it was actually used in parades it and everything, good. oh, it looked great. Yeah, I swear to. Unless they actually did find another one that I never knew about, it makes about, you
1: wonder, doesn't it? It really like, does. You know what? Just buy another one. <laughs> this one's horrible
0: because. But you know, it wasn't all that long. After yeah. Yeah. after I got it in there, and we we said our final prayers that day, <laughs> that we got home in one piece, did not get arrested, we didn't uh. pee our pants or anything, <laughs> which we, we were considering on several occasions, Gary and I in our own separate vehicles. I mean, I just could not believe that we actually got all the way back into Middletown and pulled into their long driveway and got all the way to the back of the building and got it stopped mm-hmm. and of course everybody could see us coming from the station so they're, the all generally... rushing, they're all rushing out to see it yeah finally and we're like standing there like two deer in headlights
1: you know our eyeballs yeah. are like
0: oh believe we got here
1: yeah you know and, and your your knuckles are all white from gripping the steering wheel that doesn't work that well and you know like i said uh this
0: was not any real great surprise to them because as i was just about to say this young man and i Every time that we'd have to go anywhere to get anything, we actually went to Dayton several times mm-hmm. uh, to um, Mendelssohn's. You've heard of Mendelssohn's? Yeah, no, yes. Uh, they were a great supplier of electronic parts, which is where we might... We ought to check there for those transistors mm-hmm. we were trying to find this <laughs> afternoon. I never thought of that, but they might actually have them. Um, we've been doing some research today on the Internet to find <laughs> some parts I need, and nobody seems to know what they are anymore. But anyway... Yeah. Um, yeah, we'd go up there, and when you went to Mendelssohn's, you could spend a vacation up there. This place was floors and floors and floors. So and they were used to you guys coming back way later than you should have? We'd always go. They never cared much. We'd, yeah. They knew we couldn't do much with what we had there, even though we had it, but we couldn't get to it. It was yeah. easier to go get it than it was to look for it. Ah, and wow. and But, of course, you'd have to drive a vehicle from the vehicle pool. And you'd been better off if somebody had thrown you in a pool because you'd get out on I-75. <laughs> so you're like, oh, should we take the van or the General Lee? <laughs> no, we took his car. <laughs> and he, and My car was ancient, too, but yeah. it was a hell of a lot better than General Lee. But yeah. it, it was one of those cars that, you know, you ended yeah, up using. Maybe not it,
1: go on a long trip with
0: it. No, it was it was a short-term. If you could help it. Yeah. Yeah. It would get me back and forth from where I lived in Cincinnati to the radio station Mm -hmm. and and, uh, everywhere else, but you just didn't want to. Go anywhere where you didn't have access
1: to help if you needed it. You yeah. know. Well, I think that'll conclude this episode. <laughs> this episode. Thank you for your General Lee story. Yeah, probably very a, entertaining. Might have a whole bunch more things I've forgotten about because it was quite an experience. <laughs> you might that have to night. have a part two.
0: <clears throat> a part two. General Lee. Part two. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Daisy Dukes. Oh, Daisy Dukes. She used those to wipe off the windshield. Well, until next time. <laughs> Good night. By the way. There was one more thing. <laughs> As you know, Columbo uh-huh. has a car, and his car is far better than the General Lee that I drove. <laughs> uh, another thing that was going on, the whole time we were going down the road, and this, again, is another reason why driving too fast would not have been a good thing. <laughs> this was a simpler thing, but the lining in the ceiling was falling out the whole time. <laughs> it, I felt like a, a bride had this piece of... Flimsy material falling so down. over. you already
1: can't see out the windshield, and, and now this is falling. And in it's your face. full of dirt too. Oh, all, all, that's
0: why I was so dirty when oh. I got back, and needed a shower really bad. It wasn't from the dirt on the street or the road or anywhere. It was coming out of the car, and every time I'd hit a bump, another piece of this stuff would fall down, and it was actually is hanging on my head, and I really had to hold onto the steering wheel because this car, like I said, hardly had any steering at all, and I'm trying to keep this veil. i I actually ripped it a couple times, thinking, well, I'll just tear it loose. And, and, and then get it out of, just came every, it just everywhere. It just kept on falling down. I had it in my eyes, in my nose. I'm choking and barking. And, and I, I imagine Gary was looking out through his rearview mirror thinking, this poor guy's never going to get the Middletown. You know, this is never going to happen. Uh, it, it seemed like it just kept getting worse, no matter how you look at it. Um, <clears throat> but there are always one more thing. And that was the one more thing. <laughs> that was the one more thing. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night.
1: This has been a production of the
0: Outer Zone Studio. For program information, visit OuterZoneStudio.com. Please rate us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Intro and outro music provided by Bensound.com.